world solutions the problem solving show for people who don't necessarily need one i'm joel i'm oscar i am tom something's happened something happened stop the presses <laughs> presses let me just hang on let me ring the presses presses stop them clank okay <laughs> Presses are over. From now on, every time you guys run on a bit that I don't like, I'm going to clank you down. Okay, that's fine. That's <laughs> Clanking is the new corpsing. No, I think it's important because we kind of, we've gotten better at talking over each other. We've gotten better at, you know, understanding the natural conclusion to a train of thought. But occasionally someone will go on too far. Like last time where I talked about screwdrivers for a while. Mm-hmm. That would have really benefited from a clank. I, I yeah. think... I, Let's say each of us gets one clank per episode. Yeah, one CPE. Clank no, per rep. Wait, is clank with a C or a K? I think it's phonetic, it's a C. I think if it's cartoon, it's a K. But this is not a cartoon, so feel free to clank at any time. But then I can't do it for the rest of the show. Yeah, I know, you've got to be... Well, that's, that's what I mean. At any point, feel free to clank at any time, but you don't get a second one. Do they yeah. roll over? Can I store my clanks and just have a whole episode where I just administer like 12? No, there's a hard... Well, that's going to be very good podcast, Tom, but yep. no. <laughs> I think what we need to do is at the end of the episode, we evaluate whether we are clankful for what has happened <laughs> or clankless. Yeah, you've got to be really sure that you're really sure of yourself when you're clanksgiving because okay. otherwise no one, no one will know. All right, we're going to have a clanksgiving at the end of the podcast and see how we all feel about this new system. Yeah, and whoever's the most Clankful gets crowned as Tom Clanks. Or urban artist extraordinaire, Clanksy. <laughs> I good almost... Luck. Good luck. I almost... See, now I'm worried. <laughs> now I'm wor- Well, no, this is good. I need consequence for my actions. Otherwise... You don't want to be the first person to go off on a tangent when the clank oh, God. Yeah, the is in effect. <laughs> the clank of Damocles is hanging <laughs> above my head. Carry on, Oscar. As you were saying, I interrupted you. Here I was saying, uninterrupted by anything. Um... Kanye West is back on the scene. That's right. We're timestamping this to right now. Kanye West is back on the scene. He's changed the game forever. What was the game before? The game before was that nobody had done... There's just so much that doesn't make sense in this this visual and audible offering. It's a track he's put out. It's about two minutes long. It's got a little pump. Not little pump. Yeah, little pumps on it. But it's just a really confusing thing in which Kanye West and Little Pump are wearing these big Roblox-looking outfits, walking down a big corridor following 80s comedian Adele Gatons, or whatever her name is, and just talking about how much they like having sex. It's like two minutes long, it's very confusing. Kanye's just there for about half of it. There's a lot of like cute cuts over to his face when he makes some strange noise. Are they, are they telling Adele how much they love sex? Well, the main lyric is just such a fucking hoe and I love it. Like, that's a positive thing. Hmm. But I just you, you're gonna need to. There's a whole page to it. Oh, so we yeah. we have the lyrics pulled up here. Uh, the chorus featuring Little Pump is "You're such a fucking hoe." I love it. I love it. Uh, so then the pre-verse is "You're such a fucking hoe." I love it. Love it. Love it. I'm a fucker, bitch. Tell her cousin why. Um. Wait. Is she gonna tell her cousin? Or is he going to tell her? Is, is, he, yeah. is he listing in order of his actions? Line he's going one. to have sex with a woman and then he's going to tell her cousin. Or is he having sex with a woman and then asking the crowd at large to, tell to her mass cousin. tweet her cousin? Yeah, she's been wanting to know for a while. I am going to do it. So now is the time to keep her in the loop. Or is he having sex with a woman and then telling her the word cousin? So as he finishes, he cousin. just says cousin. Tell her cousin. These are terrible lyrics oh it's very very bad yeah like yeah. Ka- kanye's entry to the track uh you know he, he comes in with the little ad lib things he goes like <laughs> 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 
like just standard kind of hip hop ad libs of the time. But his first line is like, when you first came out here, you you were asked if you wanted to have still water or sparkling water. You tried to act like you had sparkling water before you came out here. It's like it's not a rap. He just talk, he just says it. Like <laughs> he he's not trying to like turn that into any kind of rhythm. He's just genuinely outright saying trying to make people think you had sparkling water. <laughs> Who is he addressing this to? Because he's calling them a hoe. Tell me loves it. Then he's chastising them for their supposed fraudulence with water preference. Mm. I don't understand it. It's really confusing. And the whole video is them in these really big, like I said, Roblox looking outfits. Yeah. Just walking down a big corridor. Their outfit's never referenced. It's, it, it, I don't understand it because it's like been number one on trending for the whole week. It's Kanye. Yeah, it's Kanye, but Kanye like, trends. In the, in specifically, it's bad Kanye. It's very, it's if bad it, Kanye. If it was good Kanye, people would go, it's good track. It's, that would not trend. No. It, but like, do you remember Scoop De Whoop? Unfortunately so. Yeah, poop to scoop. Scoop diddy poop. Scoop diddy poop. Poop to whoop. Poop poop. Are you guys okay? It's a Kanye track. It's hip hop. Kind of. That's what hip hop is now. Yeah, you turn your back for one minute. (laughs) (laughs) You leave it on the counter to go wash your hands. Yeah, you go, okay, don't move hip hop. You come back and it's babbling, wearing a big blocky outfit saying scoop to poop. I don't understand it. I don't like it. What's confusing is that the sample he chose is just an excerpt from this this comedian's set from like the mid nineties. Mm. Just a bit where she talks about you know you had women used to have to fake orgasms. Now you can tell them what you want. I want to come, motherfucker. And then the song then the song happens. And the release of this comes pretty hot on the heels of Kanye West's revered hip hop artist uh, curated the two thousand and eighteen Pornhub Awards. Like this is the this is kind of the pinnacle of yes men turning something into well a monster. Like he's already come out with all these crazy zany comments throughout the year mm. about things that were and were not a choice and other such great polarizing topics. But now he's curating porn awards and releasing videos in which he lets people know that he's a <laughs> sick fuck and he's inappropriate and saying scoop and scoop to poop in and I don't I don't get it. Did I, he host the porn awards in the Roblox suit? I mean, <laughs> I don't, did he host them? He just he just was he there? Them. What do you mean curated? He, like, he, he just, chose? He, dir- he he directed. He's the artistic director of oh. like <laughs> the Pornhub Awards 2018. Like he designed all the sets and all the set there pieces. There are sets. Yeah, you got to fuck somewhere, man. That's the one thing that Kanye West has brought to the table. Finally, people used to be fucking in voids. Now porn has rooms. All thanks to visionary Kanye West. <laughs> So, oh, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you, Kanye, for removing all of the humping in the void. <laughs> it was getting existential up in there. So, Kanye's recent output aside, we're here to try and help other people to fix up their lives, which are fine, but you need a little bump, you've got a first world problem, you come to us, we'll give you that first world solution. It's in the title. Mm. So, should we dive in? I suppose pretty as good a, good a time to do it as any. Yeah. Oscar, I think if you go first, we'll clank you. So maybe Tom yeah, can it start is us tempting. off. Oh, I, I, but there's a glint in Joel's eyes that he's just lined this clank right up. I'll be honest, I'd already forgotten about the clanking. So I hadn't. It was right thank there. Thank goodness you I'll, reminded me. I'll be honest, I'm not going to use my clank. It is the podcast equivalent of a Phoenix Down, oh. and it's just not going to happen. That makes me very suspicious that you would in fact be the first to. But what if I need it later? <laughs> what if I'm on the final boss and I don't have my clanks? What would the final boss be? 
Um, an actual funny person coming in. Yeah, we all use our attack, and then he just okay. Yeah. I guess I'll start my fourth monologue. So, like an actual, an actual concise, intelligent person coming in and talking for a while. We'd have to clank him just because otherwise we'd lose the podcast. We just feel so yeah. bad. Yeah. All right. We'll tell you what. I will take the clank bullet, and I will jump on with this one from Drag Batman on Reddit. Thank you very much, Drag Batman. I just got home from a long weekend of wine tasting, and I have nowhere to store all my new bottles of wine. Wasn't a very successful tasting if you left with wine. Are you meant to take the wine? I don't think you are. I think I, what? It's not a wine taking. Oh, that's where he got confused. He's yeah, got confused. So he's gone in, they've said, here are six wines to taste, and he's gone, oh, I only brought a satchel. See, I've never been to a wine tasting, so I just have to kind of assume that it's in my mind like there's a big spittoon in the middle of a table, and it's like a kind of lazy Susan, like a sushi restaurant conveyor belt where everyone picks up a glass takes a sip puts it back down swirls it around spits it mm. into the bucket and then carries on for a while i think a proper wine tasting you're meant to spit it out but i think a lot of wine tastings people have paid money to taste the wine and they're not going to then spit it out so they just drink it the the further into the tasting you get the better all the wine tastes yeah yeah because you get aggressively more drunk because it's just, it's the kind of thing you do earlier on in the day so you've got less in your belly to soak it up yeah, very few wine tastings comes with eight course meals. And then at the end of the wine tasting, they say, oh, all the wines you liked are available for taking. And I suppose that makes sense because then they can like, the wines you like the most in your head are the ones that are most recent, yeah. which if they're smart at the wine tastery, they'll uh, make the most expensive ones. So yeah. you go like, those ones I had at the beginning were rubbish. They just tasted like wine. Wasn't interested in those at all. And then you get to the ones at the end and then suddenly that was delicious. It was amazing. It's 300 pounds a bottle. I'll have six. So this person's left empty of pocket, but heavy on bottle and mm. needs somewhere to store all of them because most people's homes don't have a dedicated area for storing more than one bottle at a time. Well, that's it. Maybe a smart wine tastery should start offering a complimentary wine rack with each six bottles of wine bought. How are you getting that home? Well, if you put the wine in the rack and then just carry the rack, put it on your back with straps. A b- hike, a b- wait, hitchhike. A, b- a back rack. Yeah, a back rack. It's like a backpack, but it's a... But it's only for wine. It's a... Yeah. <laughs> the, the fine wine back rack. And actually, once you get home, you don't need to take it off. No, you can just wander around with... Uh, are we thinking like backpack-style straps over the top, but maybe with a holster for your current bottle of wine that you want to drink from? Ooh, I like that. See, I reckon you could go one step further and you could get one of those kind of like camelback things that people use for long hikes. Mm. So you can just decant one of the bottles into that and then have a little little tube that comes out to the front so you can have your wine on the go with your big rack of wine on the back. What if we get the CD changer tech? I was just about to go <laughs> with the CD changer tech. You've That's read my mind. fantastic. Plug in six bottles into the tube mesh. Yeah. Kind of looks like a great big like revolver. Yeah. Um, and then that'll all feed to the central tube and you've got a button on your wrist, on your strap, on your leg. Where's the button? Center of the forehead. Center of the forehead. <laughs> But you're not allowed to press it, so you have to nut people in order to change flavour of wine. And that's that's all there is to it. I'm envisioning like, um, you know those packs that have like a flat on the back and they carry twigs on them. And like old timey sort of big wooden panels you put. To- that, but for wine. So you could have like 25 bottles up there. That's a lot. You definitely wouldn't. And, and all in a CD changer. Yeah. And everyone knows as long as you're walking around, you're burning off some of the alcohol so you can't get as drunk. So you don't have to worry about trying to store this at home. No. You, you, you holster up all 25 bottles of wine on your back. You go for a stroll and you don't get to go home until it's empty. It's the, the same concept that rockets have, is that you need fuel to get up to space. Mm. 
and you haven't got enough fuel. So you add more fuel, but then you need more fuel to lift that fuel into space. Yeah. So there's a very specific margin where you have enough fuel and enough rocket and you're, in, you're up in space. The same applies to alcohol. The more alcohol you're carrying, the more alcohol you need to get drunk. And therefore you need to carry more alcohol, but that means you need to get more alcohol. And there's a very specific margin. So you're saying we're going to have to recruit NASA to build the backrack? It's not what I'm not saying. The, Can we call it Burt Backrack? The National Academy SIP Association. Because you, you're not going to no, be no, chugging no, no, this no, wine. No, 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 no. The National Alcohol Sipping Association. There it is. Yeah. Because again, you're not going to be chugging this wine. Or in the Nice Alcohol Sipping Association. Because <laughs> alcohol could just be anything that's gross. If it's nice, if it's the Nice Alcohol Sipping Association Burt Bacharach endorsed Backrack. <laughs> Bert Bacharach presents the background. Bert Bacharach's Nice Alcohol Sipping Association endorsed. designed, endorsed Bacharach. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's going to be a very big unit, so you could actually afford to fit more words onto it, so we don't have to worry yeah. so much about the uh, the acronym part of this. I love it. Yeah. Beautiful. I don't think we've ever arrived at a product so quickly, but... But why not? We Occam's did it. Razor. Sometimes, sometimes the simplest solution is to one which employs Burt Backrack and NASA technology. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or there's Occam's Blazer if you're cold putting on a jacket. And we're going to move on now. Oh, I was going to jump in with Occam's Taser. <laughs> if he's pissing you off, oh, zap him. Yeah. <laughs> Occam famously doesn't take shit. Occam's a razor. So everyone makes mistakes. Um, I mean, Occam's laser. Occam's laser. It's just a thing he likes to point things out with. <laughs> That's the solution. <laughs> Yeah, Occam's laser points to Occam's razor. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. That's very good. <laughs> I didn't hear a clank. It's true. He's got a point. Right, uh, let's move on then to another prompt here from Jimmy F. That's Jimmy F. Music on Twitter, who says, Ah, that sad feeling of being halfway through a holiday. I've actually got a fix for this. Go on. Well, the inklings of a fix. Okay. Have you ever heard the the riddle or the puzzle or whatever about the guy who says he's like he's going to be killed within the next week and he says oh well they they can't he, he won't know when they'll kill him one of the days and he says well they won't hang me on Sunday because then I'll know it's coming which means they can't hang me on Saturday because I'll know it's coming and they can't hang me on Friday because I know it's coming and so he knows that he can't be hung because he knows that what it's a stupid riddle that's a very dumb riddle they that's can hang him on right. any of those that's days not yeah the way that and, works and that's, the hanging doesn't have to be a surprise that's but in this fictional hypocrisy. <laughs> Um, it does have to be a surprise. And then he gets hanged on like a Thursday and he's surprised because he wasn't expecting to be hanged. I'm thinking do the same for holidays. You go on holiday, you don't know how long you're going for. Right, so you're saying book a mystery amount of time. Yeah, everyone's in on it. Work, the plane people. Yeah. That's everyone. Gonna um, be hard to sneak that one by border control. Like, how long are you staying for? Oh, you tell me, <laughs> but don't. <laughs> well, I think, it can't be until Sunday. I think border control are in on it too. Okay. I think maybe you book up to two weeks. But the thing is, you can't ever be sad that you're halfway through your holiday because you don't know when that is. So what? Do you get like evicted? Like at the end? Do you there's, have bailiffs coming around? some sacks of burlap, yes. <laughs> I feel like the only way to do this is if you have um, like a guide that's with you the entire time. And at any given point, said guide can grab you and put the burlap sack over your head. And that's mm. when you know the holiday is over. Yeah. Or if you do the entire holiday within a very close vicinity to the airport or motor transport to get out there. Mm. So that any given point, you kind of like, you know, you're, you're having a sandwich and then you like zone out for a second. You look back and, oh no, I'm on the plane. How did I get here? I do think if it was an overnight thing, so you always have your full day of holiday and then you go to sleep and you'll either wake up in your holiday bed or 
on the plane. See, this is what it has to be, I think. I think you have to kind of be in a permanent state of almost readiness. Mm. Uh, so you can't unpack too much because the, your last th- that night might be your last. Burlap left your toothbrush in the hotel. No good. <laughs> Wait, are we calling the person who takes you to the airport Mr. Burlap? Yeah, just bur- Burlap. He just, <laughs> and he puts you in his sack. It's actually very nice. It's actually, the, the, it's very, you know, very soft, very... Uh, it's velvet. It's, vel- it's a... It's velvet line. Mr. Burlap velvet line sack. <laughs> so you go to bed and Mr. Burlap will come. Yeah, Burt Bacharach's burlap sack. <laughs> Package holiday. See, I think that's what it is. You have to, yeah, much in the same way as you'd buy a holiday from like Thomas Cook or, mm. or Virgin or whatever, and you get, you know, the hotel, the flights, the food, everything included. You have to sign up via burlaps. Burlap yeah. Bacharach. <laughs> burlap Bacharach's backpacking... Burlap package holiday. Yep. <laughs> so then every night you go to sleep and you're either getting another day of holiday or you're getting home. And that's good because it means you never have that feeling of, oh, I'm halfway through my holiday. You never have the feeling of, it's the last day of the holiday. I need to intensely sit by the pool and really soak up this sun. You just get to enjoy each day as it comes. But equally, if you if you aren't feeling 100%, like if you spend a day out in the sun and you go, oh, God, that was, I'm like really really drained from all that i'm gonna get an mm. early night you hit you hit the bed at like 6 p.m and you wake up at home like, fuck's sake i could have just stuck it out for a bit longer because now i'm home because mm. you've got an early night by that same logic you'll want to kind of avoid if you know that the transition is going to happen when you're asleep you'll avoid going to sleep <laughs> oh god you will you'll go i'm having a good time so i'm just gonna keep on mainlining coffee and red bull and so, so i don't sleep through you could just kind of see mr burlap like poking out of like corners <laughs> around the buildings like, fuck, fuck. maybe it's like santa rules like you have to go to sleep in order for the next day to come so what? if you if you've stayed awake overnight none of the hotel staff will serve you until you've had a nap like i'm sorry if, sir if uh, if you get to let's say 3 a.m because i think midnight's a little bit too harsh of a yeah. cut off. get to 3 a.m and you're still awake you're done Burlap's taken you. I'm sorry, you violated the rules. <laughs> you can be in bed and you can be trying to sleep, because I don't want to upset people who struggle to get to sleep. Yeah. But if you're not in bed at 3am... Burlap will hunt you down, and his his sack will not be velvet this time. No, no that's when he pulls out the actual grainy, like, rough burlap sack. Not endorsed by him, obviously, he's no, got a brand not. to maintain. No, yeah. these are Burt Bacharach sacks, right? Yeah, the Bacharach sack. Bacharach sack crack... Nothing. <laughs> you know what, I'm going to clank myself on that scoop, one. Scoop to poop. A scoop to poop. Clanking myself. Going to sit out for a minute or so. Wait, and think did about you actually self... No, you can't self-clank. You, I, finished, your, you finished your sentence. I'm you just, can't retroactively clank. Okay, well, in that case, I've still got one going. That's good. You do. You've just acknowledged how bad that was. The, yeah, be- yeah. the beauty of not... You don't have to self-clank. You can just stop talking. <laughs> if only it were that simple. <laughs> I'm at once terrified and quite overjoyed by this idea. Because mm. you're right, it does kind of give you a sense of unlimited holiday while you're there and by the time you have woken up back on the plane like oh well well, we had a good run like you don't have that horrible last day of guess we better go to the airport guess we better get everything together and it also it it helps you to prioritize the bits that you actually want to do most yeah because often you'll come to a holiday and you go oh there's this cool like ruin but i'm not going to go till next week yeah but if that was the thing you wanted to see then you'd go to that first yeah and then you do the next thing on your list and then you do the next thing. So whenever you finish your holiday, whenever burlap takes you, you've always done the best things that you most wanted to do. See, almost, yeah, you're absolutely right because that is very much the way that our holiday itinerary works. You know, first day, well, that's all right, off, we're still settling in. You don't really have that anymore because you've got to get going, like hit the ground running with stuff mm. you want to see. 
you put the kind of like last day can be our relaxing sit by the pool do nothing day if you've got other things planned so if burlap takes you before your sit by the pool do nothing day you're like okay that's fine like i did have that as lower down on my list of things to do whereas i actually had to go to these ruins i had to check out the market i had to Mm. go and see this cathedral somewhere so you like cram all those into almost one day of intense sightseeing so you can say you've seen everything so that if he does come day two you haven't missed out yeah it's a good system it is a good system (laughs) now one thing i think we need to iron out before we move on from this what does burlap look like because i have been imagining the jailers from bloodborne so seven foot five see blue monstrosities in my mind burlap looks like a he's quite tall He's quite wiry and he's got a big moustache. I can't see his moustache. He's got a sack on his head. So he's always got a sack on his head? I think he's always got a sack on his head in case you steal his first sack. He's got a backup (laughs) sack. So wait, let me get this straight. Hang on, how big's his head? What? Is his head big enough that if he took the sack that covers his head off, you could still fit into it? I'm envisioning a more diminutive sort of 5'7", sack on the head, quite burly. Burly burlap. One would assume. Yeah. Um, Big sack over his shoulder. Yeah. But long, spindly fingers. <laughs> so, why, why are you going to try and make burlap creepy, man? Burlap, burlap is creepy. Burlap's not creepy. Burlap is waiting for you to go to sleep so he can put you in his sack. Burlap's How is that not creepy? To, to get you home safely. <laughs> on the plane. Yeah. Which is going to be weird going through security on the way that's back. That's yeah. I was thinking. Like, you see a guy dragging this bag through the airport. It's like, oh, another package holiday. You mentioned but the border control on the way out. Yeah. But you didn't really think about it on the it's way back. It's because you get treated like baggage. He just puts you through the scanner. <laughs> Burlap's baggage. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the scanner checks for people. It's a separate scanner, obviously. No, not a bomb. <laughs> Keep going. Guy in a bag. All right, uh, that's fine. Hold up. 36 milliliters of liquid. <laughs> get the attack dogs. So hang on. So before Burlap puts you in the sack, he has to aggressively dehydrate you as well. <laughs> so that you'll make it through the scanner. Look, you can't have one rule for everyone else and a separate rule for burlap. He's got he's got to take his shoes off to go through security like everyone else. <laughs> I just imagine he just burlap with these like six fucking sacks worth of people, but having to put them all down because his watch set off the metal detector and getting frisked at the airport. Now here's another thing. I think the sack that burlap puts you into is gonna have to be see-through so that it goes through the airport scanning all right. I don't want it to be see-through. I don't. I, I think when you're you dehydrated want- in burlap sack, you need to be safe from prying eyes. This this is a horror show. <laughs> no, it's a package holiday. <laughs> it's relaxing! <laughs> this is relaxing, Tom. You know um, those um, little things you can get that you put in water and they, like, expand? Yeah. Burlap's turning you into one of them. He's, put, he's, he's shrinky-dinking you. <laughs> and then when you get to the other side, he, on the plane, they have, like, a... Pipette. A pipette. The Burlap Bacharach shrinky-dink backpack holiday. Yeah. Now with pipette. Because <laughs> <laughs> before they were just leaving you in your house shriveled. Yeah. And expecting you to hydrate over a period of days. Mm. But obviously, business world don't stop for no one. So that pipette needed to come in. That'll do it, I reckon. Yeah. Burt Burlap. Burlap's Burt Pack and Sack Package. Shrinky Dink. Surely it should be Sack and Pack. Yeah, the Burt Back... No, it's Back back again. (laughs) There's too many Bs. Now with pipette. Now with with pipette. Moving on, Oscar. This one comes from Bonnie Bear. That's the Bonster on Twitter who says, Ugh. Everyone on my dating app is super into skiing, biking, and fishing, and I am not. Stupid CO lifestyle. See, this is something that I can relate to on a fundamental level, because it, everyone put some weird adventurous sport 
in their bio on dating sites. Mm. And I, looking back in retrospect, I don't know why I believed every one of them. Everyone skis all the time, dude. I, 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 I skied here. I'm skiing right now. I think you're absolutely right there because it's a super difficult thing to quantify unless one of your pictures in your profile is of you doing said sport. Mm. Like, oh yeah, I uh, I go hang gliding pretty pretty regularly. Hard to take a photo of while you're doing. Hard to like take a selfie whilst you're on it or very easy to fake a selfie because all you have to do is just take a picture of you with a big <laughs> colourful bit of plastic behind you. you or like, a kite. Wearing some glasses and maybe have your hair blowing. Like, you could be hang gliding. <laughs> I'd believe I've never been hang gliding, so I guess that must be what you look like. I've mm. never done it, so you could be doing it. Like, but these three ones, what is it? Skiing, biking, and fishing. Oh no! Uh, see, okay, fishing is an odd one out here. Fishing is the weird one of the three, right? Yeah, very much. Fishing so. is. It seems like it's put in there to ground them. Yeah, like, a little bit. I I sit quietly as well. Yeah, I don't just. I'm not just constantly biking and skiing. See, for me, the idea of fishing is not relaxing. The idea of fishing for me is long stretches of complete tension mm. of, I think a fish is going to come out of this water. Yeah, like if this goes well, it's going to be a big live thing flopping around in mm. this boat that yeah. I'm in that doesn't want to be in the boat there's that a, I have to then kill. There's a phrase of golf, which is that it's a, a nice walk ruined. Yeah. I think fishing is just a nice sit ruin. <laughs> like you're just sitting there minding your own business, chatting to your pal, and then suddenly... Nature. Nature, the leviathan from the deep, wants you to come to it, but you make it come to you. Yeah, it is a, it's a tug of war, but up instead of across. <laughs> I don't mind fishing for food because you go, oh, that's a big one. Let's put it in the thing. We'll have fish for supper. But when you just grab it and you go, oh, that's a big one. Now put it back. Fuck up. Yeah. I've seen you now, bye! Good, I saw it. And now there's a fish in the lake with a hole in its face. Yeah. What's that about? Why'd you do that? Do you like fishing or do you like wounding animals? I like mildly incapacitating animals. I can just see that on a Tinder bio, yeah. Just like senselessly murdering aquatic life and maiming them beyond belief. It's not even the murdering, it's just I like poking holes in fish faces. Fish don't have enough holes. Yeah, that, if we're really cutting down a bra stack, that's what it is. Tom, 6-1, fish don't have enough holes. <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> fish don't have enough holes. Do you? Oh, fuck yes. Now we're getting now, somewhere. okay, here's how you... That's how you make fish sexy. Okay, you... <laughs> this is real. I understand that this whole question is just a front for them asking, how do I make fish sexy? I'm glad we've got there. That's how you do it. We've peeled back the onion layers and we know what you really wanted us to fix. Yeah. You would think it would be fancy lingerie for the fish or a hat, but it's it's not. It's holes. It's more holes. It's more holes. It's the absence of holes in the fish that is the problem. That's yeah. why a fish is not going to get the cover of Vanity Fair. No. Not enough holes. Too many scales, not enough holes, sideways eyes. Not good. <laughs> Those are the three no's Those when it comes three. to Vanity Fair. If you look at the cover of any Vanity Fair, <laughs> if you, if you <laughs> correct to these prerequisites and the fish will be in the cover. Now, if it's a question of somebody, please tag in. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, so keep going. if you've got a guy on Tinder, <laughs> yeah. you've got someone on Tinder who's like, you've right, got someone on the line on Tinder. Big, whatever, fish don't have enough holes. Yeah. Do you? So someone else's bio... For a matchup, because everyone's out there for someone, aren't they? Yeah, of They'd be like, nah, 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 five three, plenty of holes, more than a fish, that's for sure. More holes, more than holes a fish. than a fish. <laughs> yeah, I hooked up this girl last night. How was she? Yeah, like into lots of the same interests. Tell you what, though, more holes than a fish. Like more holes than so. an uncaught fish is the problem because you're adding holes to the fish to make it have enough holes. So if you've caught a fish, it's got enough holes. Now, where does the expression "plenty more fish in the sea" fit into this? 
Um, is this more holes in the fish? When I hang on, is this referring to the fish that have been caught, have the hole in them, and then get thrown back in? What if that same fish gets caught again? It's like, oh, this fish already has enough holes. I in think it. it's it's up to interpretation. Mm. If you're the kind of guy that needs holes in fish, you're saying there's plenty more fish out in the sea that have holes in them. You yeah. can get them. Yeah. If you're the kind of guy that likes putting holes in fish. <laughs> It's saying there's plenty more fish out there that don't yet have the holes. You go get them, champ. It's you the go get them. They're out there, just ready to be spiked. It is the it is the difference between an optimist and an opportunist. Yeah. It's like seeing whether there's a problem you can fix or whether there's something that you can capitalise on. It's glass half empty or fish, fish half, half full. <laughs> fish half poked. Fish, fish hole full. Riddled with holes. Um. So... Covers the, that one. Yeah, okay, so back to skiing. Uh, you can Photoshop skis on. Yeah. Like, and there's not many places to ski, at least in this country, that aren't fake slopes. They mentioned as well that they don't like these activities, so maybe they need to Photoshop the skis off the people that have the pictures. Well, so you're saying basically just enter a stage of denial. Everything they <laughs> like, you just go, no, no, you like what I like. It's like, no, no, no I've been skiing. Well, I'd like to show you this picture of you <laughs> on a mountain inexplicably without skis. Wouldn't you think you would get skis for such a situation? You must not love skiing. You look, you're going pretty quick, so I'd be more impressed with how quickly you can descend the mountain without skis. Like, that's what initially attracted me to you. Yeah. Is just <laughs> your Im- impossible running speed. Your barefoot speed whilst running down a snowy mountain. Must have been something scary behind you i guess you prefer fleeing to skiing yeah date yeah. over date, date over, point. Date, date over because they're already going back to yours you've completed that date so turn skiing to fleeing and turn biking to hiking quickly yeah because your, your legs are already kind of going in the right kind of going in the right shape one in front of the other floating a few inches off the floor because of how quickly you're hiking what yeah. are the hands doing <laughs> Stabilizing hold you. It, you know, people, oh fuck! You know, you know, people uh, hold those um, walking sticks. Walking sticks, one in each hand for like hiking at speed. Yeah, you can just have them holding two of those, but they've gone to the sides. Like, looks like you were going too quick, and you lost your footing on this one. Yeah, like, but that's okay because you're still here. You made it through. Yeah, and then put a hole in a fish was the third one. Yeah, something like that. And if you can't do it yourself, if we use Photoshop for the other two, you can just Photoshop holes into the fish. Yeah, and. I- sh- Show how how much of a natural affinity you have for fish catching. Mm. I feel like this whole segment has just been a glaring. Oh, the whole segment. The whole segment yeah. or the whole segment. The whole segment. <laughs> the whole segment. <laughs> this this whole whole segment this, this has <laughs> been just a massive. It's just shone a huge light on what a failure the clank system has been. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I told you we're all saving them for the final boss. I might need my clank. If we do a horsemelon symposium and all three of the words are clank. <laughs> <laughs> Then we have to quit the podcast. You're absolutely right. That's a, it's, it's, it does shine a light on the, the ineffectual nature of the clank system because there were multiple situations just now yeah. where that would have been really good. But, you know, there we have it. So that's the fix for that one, yeah. I think. I think so. More holes in fish. Speaking of the Horsemelon Symposium, yeah. <laughs> let's move on to the Horsemelon Symposium. Let's do that one. We've got a promise from our dear Tom that next week we will return to the butt better format with some uh, good new ideas. Unless... We do a butt better format fixed via a horsemeller symposium. I like that because as of yet, we've had no direction. Direction. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying we've had no complaints mm. about the horsemeller symposium. So the absence of complaint is the presence of acceptance. <laughs> I don't know. What we've done is we've got our two action dolls, butt better and horsemeller symposium. And what you want to do next week is just bash them together. Yeah. 
It's exactly that. It's okay. a perfect metaphor for it. I'm thinking what we'll do is I'll bring in a problem mm. and we each say a word that we think will fix it. Okay. That's good because that's, yeah, that is good actually because that will give more direction because at the moment we've had a couple of instances of sheer abstraction where the three words couldn't possibly make anything. Whereas if mm. we're all trying to directly fix something. Yeah. That's okay. Well, well then why don't we do that this week? Does anyone have a problem in their life that they've yet mm. to solve? Okay. So, all right, here, here's one. Um, I have recently just come back from holiday and we had the thing where you are trying to pack your bag, mm. not knowing whether or not you are over or under the weight limit. Two people sharing a suitcase, you're going to be pretty close. Mm. Yeah. There is absolutely no way of knowing. You can't put it on the bathroom scales. It doesn't fit. Like, it's just an absolute mess. You do not know until you get to the airport how heavy that suitcase is going to be. We need a method whilst packing mm. to weigh how much this is going to weigh. Okay. Okay. So we're all going to blow out a word that we think alludes in some way to a fix to this problem of not knowing how much stuff weighs in your suitcase as you're packing. And then we all have to combine those. And it's got to be a system that incorporates all three. So let's give it a go. Does everyone have their word? Yeah, I do. Alrighty. Let's dive in. I'm going to say three, two, one, and then we're going to go. Three, two, one. Pendulum. So I had pendulum from you. Yep. Uh, what was yours, Joel? I said tag. I said playground. Okay. Fuck, this has gone even worse than I could have possibly imagined. So, a brief bit of context to all three. I said tag because I'm thinking everything that is sold ever needs to be <laughs> needs to be labelled with a tag down to the gram of how much it weighs. Okay. Yep. I said playground because that's where seesaws are, and you can <laughs> balance things out. Okay. Across. So, if you know you don't have a seesaw at home. That's ridiculous. However, playgrounds generally will have one or something yep. similar. So you can put items up to the kind of weight on one end, mm. then balance your luggage on the other. And if it kind of is less, then you're fine. See, okay. that's exactly where I was going with the pendulum idea, except instead of the, the playground, I went a more scientific approach and just assumed there's a pendulum that stays pretty rock solid until you tip over the weight and then it goes. Okay. So like an inverted pendulum. Yeah. Like if like, it goes over the weight, down it goes. Yes. Interesting. Now, here's what I reckon. Pendulum, in my mind, is is like, so it's the thing that has kind of constant motion yes. backwards and forwards. Yeah. So if there was a way you could affix something to your suitcase, like with a tag, that could mean the weight seesaws between being under and over, it would mean that you'd always have an inaccurate reading on the scale. So they would go, well, how much is it? And you could say, well, it's, th it's this much. Like, well, we're not getting an accurate reading on it. So we're going to have to take your word oh, for okay, it. Okay, so you're saying don't pack to fat under the weight limit. Pack whatever you want and flub the system. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And the more you pack, the bigger pendulum you'll need to offset. Yes. <laughs> okay. I kind of almost like that. I, however, I'm not seeing where the playground fits in there. Mm. I you go to the playground to get the <laughs> See, this is, this, mm. is where, this is what I'm thinking. Mm. We have packing playgrounds. At the airport or? Yeah, just oh. at, well... Ooh, because you do need to pack your stuff before you get to the airport. Mm. So maybe one in every town, like there's like a tip or that kind of thing. A okay, ooh, hang a packing on. playground. A packing playground. Yeah. At which after you've put it onto the the pendulum tag, mm. no, you put it on the you put it on the pendulum at the packing playground, and then it prints out a tag, which is the average weight of the highest and lowest while swinging on the pendulum, and then it takes the mean of that, and then that's the weight. 
like the average weight of your your luggage. I was just thinking the packing playground could have the tagging system for individual things. Yeah, That's pretty good. so yeah. maybe things aren't sold with a tag because things yeah. change over time. They exactly. might lose weight, they might gain weight. So you go to the packing playground to get tags of all of your stuff. Exactly. What and if the, you baked a homemade bread that you want to take with you? Precisely. Like you can, there, there will just be little stations all looking like individual children's playground affects that you can use to help packing. So there'll be mm. a roundabout that for some reason inexplicably makes space in your suitcase. Uh, It'll be like a centrifuge, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Push it, it pushes, all the, pushes all the stuff to the sides and then it creates a hole in the middle. The pendulum yeah. can be the seesaw. Mm. Yeah. The, uh, there'll be a slide because... Well, you just want to slide. I was going to say monkey bars. They're pretty good. Yeah. For drying. Drying washing on before you pack them. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want to take wet washing. That's heavier. Exactly. Wet, wet, wet washing is heavier. See, so monkey bars for, for drying stuff on. Um, what else is there at the park? There is the... Um, swings. Swings, yeah. What, swings are basically a messy <laughs> pendulum. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> Depending what on the size of your luggage, because if it's just like a handheld thing, the... The, the seesaw might be right whereas the swings you can just kind of put it on a rope and then push it <laughs> and it will then become the pendulum itself yeah there's a, there's a lot there I think there's well there's something there the packing playground at which you can print out the tags for your luggage ahead of going to the airport well that's it. Mm. it could also be like you know in air hop they've got those like old trampoline parks in general they've got those big foam pits that you can just jump into without repercussion yes i think that can be an area of this park how well are you is your suitcase going to be coping with being thrown around airports and that's true onto baggage claim you can see how secure your packing is by throwing it into this no consequence area because mm. if you're transporting a priceless vase as i do whenever i go all the time on the way out and then you sell it for <laughs> holiday money you can check whether it's going to make it there in one piece precisely what what other pitfalls of taking your suitcase through the airport can we mitigate with our playground airports often offer the um the shrink wrap thing where they like bind up your case so that it can't get broken into by criminals (laughs) so maybe at the playground there's something that wraps up maybe with chains what the chains from the swings Yeah. yeah Okay. You put it on the swing and then you you throw it and it kind of rolls over the bar (laughs) and then you just cut it down with bolt cutters Mm. and it's all wrapped up in chains. Yeah, not a super multiple use system, but you don't really (laughs) often see people using those cling film wrap machines at airports. So it's pretty much, it's about as wasteful, I'd say. You say that, but maybe we can factor in one of those, um, you know, the hand dryers that you just keep pulling a towel out. Yeah. (laughs) That, but for the chain. Yeah, a hand dryer, a hand, a hand towel dispenser but instead of hand towels it's two chains, chains from swings it's two chains and we can get two chains to sponsor it yeah because this is going to be expensive oh yeah and he's got some money yeah i think he's got some enough for this yeah two chains is <laughs> packing playground <laughs> government initiative one in every town one in, one every, in town. every every town every town <laughs> not every city every town yeah no c- <laughs> no, cities, no cities no villages find your nearest town yeah. you can choose cathedral or packing playground those are your two options beautiful well that was an interesting format harder than i expected me too that's tricky um but a nice little mental workout and i hope you have fun at the packing two, two chains is packing, packing playground. playground i hope you have fun at two chains is packing playground not too much fun because it's not a playground it's a packing playground so yeah. packing comes you first better pack any adults who turn up without a suitcase will be sent away yeah and any children that turn up without an adult and a suitcase will be sent away however any children that turn up with a suitcase are okay there, there's a very right so it's about 15 pages is the uh, the entrance qualifications and we haven't read them so we don't know what's in them. Any, direct so, any of your questions towards two chains. 
He'll, he knows what's going on. We can't be held responsible for the legality of the screening procedure because we didn't read it. He's a surprisingly intelligent man. Mm. It's, yeah. it's odd, isn't it? He's yeah. closed up all the loops. Some real business acumen on that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, well, that's a, an, an interesting change of format. Let us know what you thought about that. Uh, we're going to close out the show for today. We have been First World Solutions. Thank you very much for... Thank- wow, okay. And I've been Joel. Uh, if you have any of your own questions, uh, problems or prompts that you uh, would like us to try and tackle, um, I'm going to have to take over your thing. Sorry, Joel. Uh, if, if you, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to see what would happen. Well, this is this is un, this is uh, this is this uncharted is, water. I don't know what I'm doing here, but I have to do it. Um, if you <laughs> you can find us on. Oh my god, I don't know what to do. Joel, I never fully listened to what you're saying in this part. Um, I'm going to declank yeah, that clank. You can, yeah. you, can ha- you can happily have that clank back. Um, we have been First World Solutions. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, then let your friends know. Share it about. Tell them about Two Chains' packing playground. Tell them about Burt Bacharach's wine sack backpack. Back rack. Tell them about Burlap Sack's all-purpose package holidays. Fantastic retention of that. My God, Joe. What is our brand? Um, <laughs> rhymes. If you That's know, our only brand. It is rhymes. our only consistent thing across all of our material is things that rhyme or sound like other things. If you've managed to nail down our brand, it's rhymes. It would be a crime if you didn't share it with your brimes, which is what we call friends. Um, <laughs> Can so, I clank you again? Share it <laughs> Sorry, you have used yours up. That would have been a perfect opportunity for one. Share it around with your brimes. Let them know what we're about. Send them the iTunes. Send them the SoundCloud link. Get to it. <laughs> Show them with your brimes isn't a crimes. It's only one because you're only doing it once. One times. One times. Otherwise, you'll go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. So... If you have any of your own problems or prompts or questions or queries that you feel that we would be well suited to fixing, you would be right. Check out this section. We're so concise. You can get in touch with us on Facebook with First World Solutions, or you can find us on Twitter at FWScast, or you can email us at FWScast at gmail.com. We do check all of these for the show every week to see if anyone's got any top-notch questions or problems that we could fix. We try to, usually just doing rhymes or wordplay. So, uh you can get in touch that way. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please do leave us a rating and a review. It really does help us out as it helps us become more visible on the platform. Plus, it's actually really good for us to get feedback on the show. Uh, and that's whether or not you're listening to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or just feel like dropping us an email and letting us know. We really like hearing what you think, what we should change, what we should keep. Um, yeah, just talk to us, please. Someone. But in the meantime, I'm still Clankful Joel. I'm Clankless Oscar. Clank! There it is. No problems, no problem. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha!